of the Lord. Good morning. The sun is out, the sky is blue. We have wonderful Deacon Chet here and marvelous Father Miguel with us. Besides that, I can assure you that my homily will be much shorter than it usually is. <laughs> the gospel today begins with a first sentence. Does anybody know what that sentence is? Jesus told his disciples a parable. Okay, that's the first sentence. Did you hear a parable? No, there wasn't a parable. And so, in investigating this mystery, I came across a, a word that I had never known before. It's called an aphorism, A-F-P-H-O-R-I-S-M, aphorisms. It means that it's a adage or a tersely stated statement of the truth. It usually comes down from parents to their children, down through the ages, down through centuries. And we have three such aphorisms in this gospel today. And we're going to look at all three of these and delve just a little deeper into them. The first aphorism is, can a blind man act as a, blind, as a guide to a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? Jesus is speaking to his disciples, his apostles here, and he's pushing them to examine their own consciences, to see if they are blind to their own sins. Why is that important? Because if they are, if they haven't realized their own sins, how can they be assisting others deal with their sins? And second, likewise, people cannot teach until they've learned. If they are blind, if are they, this is true in every aspect of the church, particularly. In the Catholic Church, we're blessed with a teaching authority. And that teaching authority is given the Latin word for teacher. It's called the magisterium. And the magisterium consists of the popes, the bishops, the theologians, and the consultants. The duty of the magisterium is to set the course for us as Catholics. Many times we take this for granted, but in these evolving times, it's even more important. We've usually had our faith presented to us in a rather neat faith package, but dogmatic statements just don't appear out of nowhere. They evolved over centuries from the church, and the church continues to grow as it understands itself. The magisterium does not just exist among the hierarchy. They exist among all of us because at our baptism, 
we receive the Holy Spirit. And then in our confirmation, that same Spirit affirmed in us our strength as a guide to us now. Those who have received the sacrament of confirmation have received the gift of the Holy Spirit just as they did at their baptism. When we as human beings have times of doubt, when we have difficulty understanding something that is being taught, or believe that we should go then to the books and to knowledgeable people in the area. And my dear brothers and sisters, we should also go to our knees, praying to the Holy Spirit to help us understand and grow in faith. The blind cannot lead the blind, and that's why we've been gifted with the Holy Spirit. That's why we have the magisterium and the Holy Spirit to guide us in these difficult times. The second aphorism is, why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye and yet you do not perceive the wooden beam in your own eye? Our Lord felt very strongly about this aphorism because he mentioned it three different times in the gospel. And then he used the term hypocrite for those who do not do that. And he usually reserved that term for the Pharisees that he spoke to. A psychologist might restate this second aphorism by saying that we tend to transfer our irritation of our own failings to others. So we emphasize another's faults as a way of hiding our own faults. Doesn't that happen sometimes? It's a sin of pride. Pride. Rather than being proud, we should be humble. Rather than being judgmental, we should be merciful. And rather than being insensitive, we should be understanding. The Lord was quite a psychologist when he said, first deal with your own faults. When we go through these negatives, when we have days where things tend to irritate us, it's important to, for us to step back and consider what we're doing that upsets others. And maybe even more important to consider why we're irritating ourselves. then we can go on from there, being able to work with others during that day. The third aphorism is, a good tree does not produce rotten fruit, and a rotten tree does not produce good fruit. Every tree is known by its fruit. So when a person does good things, we know that generally that's a good person, it follows. And when a person is continually stirring up trouble, we know that that person is probably troubled. Just as we know a tree by its fruit, 
We know a person by their words and actions. Our words reveal that which fills our hearts. Let me repeat that. Our words reveal that which fills our hearts. Some people, people will say, and you've heard this many times, I have been saved. Well, it's not enough to say that we've been saved and then live as pagans. In fact, it's probably not enough to say that we've been saved. What we need to say is we are being saved or we're in the midst of being saved because we haven't reached that finish line yet. And if we don't, we are, in effect, rejecting God's salvation. Yes, we always depend on the mercy of God, but we have to respond to this mercy by doing our best to live the Christian life. If we don't, then our fruits, our actions, will demonstrate the insincerity of our conversion. Lent is coming this Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, March 2nd. It usually begins a little earlier in February, but we'll take it now. We all need this Lent. I know I do, and I suspect that some of you may as well. Lent is a time for us to grow in our faith life and let the magisterium and the Holy Spirit guide us in what we're to do. Lent is a time to look into ourselves, introspection. How is the irritation we have with others a reflection of our own faults? Lent is a time to examine our living the Catholic Christian life. Do our actions demonstrate Christ's continuing conversion in our lives. May you and I allow God to take control of that aspect of our lives. Let God's great mercy fill our thoughts and our hearts. And if we do this, well, we'll have a storehouse of mercy to give out to others. Amen? Amen. God love you.